Come on. So I'm doing that first. <laughs> Thank you, God, for breath in our lungs. <laughs> and may, I just want to say a prayer. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable to you. Oh, God. I want to take you on the journey that I've had for the last three weeks with God. Um, there I go. It's been, it's been an amazing thing. It's been, um, God, it's so good. I just, I'm just so full of God this morning. And I just want to praise him and thank him for who he is. And last night he showed me a picture in my mind of me in the back row, the very, very back row when I first came to Praise Chapel. That was 11 years ago. And when I was back there, (laughs) I was broken, I was crumbling, I did not feel like I was worthy to be a part of, to be a part of anything up here. And you know, God, said to me, Noel, Noel, come and see what God has done. <laughs> and I'm so excited because I know where I came from and I know where God has brought me. And I'm so thankful for the leadership here. I'm thankful for the church. I'm thankful for the body. I just want to say that God is so good and he's just so precious, so precious. Make him your best friend. So... Three weeks ago, I mean, I let me back up a little bit. I've been practicing a dance to do for either the Sunday before Easter or Easter, and I really thought that's what God wanted me to do. And as I was practicing, I felt like there's no life in this. I don't, I don't feel God. I just don't feel God. I don't want to just be doing moves. And God said, I don't want you to do that dance. And I will give you, I will give you a dance. And and a new song. So the word that I got from him was that he was going to give me a new song in my heart and words to impart. And I said, God, what does that mean? (laughs) And he said, I need you to wait on me. I will tell you in my time because I'm the kind of person that just wants to know right now, right now. But, you know, God, he puts us in a waiting for a reason, for a reason. God is so good. So, uh, yes, waiting on him. And I thought, okay, Lord. And then, so the word that I was going to give, that I had prepared for so long, and I was ready also, God said, that is not the word I want today. So I said, oh, Lord. <laughs> I, I was, you know, I have to say that the fear came in. And I said, no, 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 I'm not going, Lord, I know, Father, Father, you know what you want me to do. Let me be your vessel. Let me be your voice. Help me to hear you. Help me to see you. God is so good. So I just thought, okay, I'm right close to, I didn't know that what was going to happen, but um, I got a text from Lonnie asking me if I was ready to give my word this Sunday. And I thought, no. (laughs) Because I wasn't. I didn't have a word from God yet. And I said, no. And this was Friday night. Friday night. And I said, Lord, Lord. And I thought, well, I have children's church, so I'm just going to text him and say, well, 
I would, but I have children's church. <laughs> and I know that that was wrong, and God corrected me right away. So I just want to let you know that God corrected me and said, I want you to call Jackie, and I want you to ask her to cover you. And thank you. Jackie's not here today, I don't think, but thank you, Jackie. Is she here? Okay. Um, and so, God is so good. And so I went to bed that night, and I prayed, and I prayed, and I sought God. In fact, I was up most of the night. And I said, God, I'm just going to wait on you. I'm just going to agonize and wait for your word. And finally, in the wee hours of the morning, I fell asleep. And I had a dream. <sighs> and it was powerful. It was powerful. I did not know the meaning of it. I asked, we had a conversation in the wee hours of the morning, me and God. <laughs> the dream was there was a whole sea of birds and I couldn't tell what kind of bird it was because there was no wings. And I said, God, what, what are those birds? And he said that they were doves. And I said, oh, God, where are their wings? And he said, their wings are broken. This is how you are before you are redeemed by the blood of my son. By the blood, this is what I see when I see brokenness in you before you come before me and you accept my son. And I said, oh, God. So the brokenness that we feel is just that. We're not, we are white. We're all white in God's eyes. That's what he was showing me with the dove, is that by the blood of the lamb, we are white. We are clean. I know we come in here thinking, oh, I'm just so unworthy and sometimes before we know God. But you know what? He was showing me, and he gave me a word to tell you that we don't have anything that, his, that Jesus' blood hasn't covered. We don't have anything that we've done in our past that God hasn't redeemed and covered. So I just want you to know that because that was the word that I got from God. And he just said, you know, there are so many with broken wings. And I want you to have dove's eyes. And I said, God, what does that mean? And I know we've done the song, Dove's Eyes. And I said, what does that mean, God? And God said, I just want you to see them the way I see them. I want you to know them the way I know them. I want you to see the blood of Jesus covering them. They are whole. They are complete in my eyes. So I just wanted to share that with you because I just it was so overwhelming to me, first of all, that God had given me something that was so beautiful to share today, and I waited on him. I waited on him, and he also gave me a song, and it's redeemed. It was done in 2012, and um, I didn't look for it. I didn't search for it. I went home, and God said redeemed, and I looked up redeemed, and there it was on my phone. I don't even know how it got on my phone. And so I started practicing it. And I said, you know, God, you are just so good. You are so good. You are so faithful. And so um, I'm going to do that either um, next Sunday or the Sunday after, depending on what the pastors, um, you know, would like and what fits. So I, I just had to let you know that, that um, God doesn't see us like that. He does not. He just wanted me to share that, that that's how he sees us. Why does... I shouldn't say snow. White as doves. <laughs> and that's how he sees us. He sees the blood all over, the covers, the sins. He doesn't see that. He doesn't see our filthy rags like we feel. 
We feel that that's what we feel. That's why, so let me show you. Well, the, the wings were behind, like this. And so all I could see was the face of the bird. And I did not, that's why I had to ask God, what was that bird? I really did not know. And so I said, oh, God, thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your mercy, for your grace. Thank you that you speak to us. He speaks to us. God does speak to us, absolutely. I know his voice. He knows my voice. He knows everyone's voice that speaks to him. He is your friend. He will always be there. He will never leave you or forsake you. There are so many promises that God has given us, and we just need to start standing on those. We just need to start standing. That those are what, no matter what we see, we're not seeing with the eyes that we see now. We're seeing with spiritual eyes because this is the time, this is the place that God has ordained. This is the time. There's going to be more dreams. There's going to be more visions. And I want you to feel free to come up here and share those because you know what? Everybody has to be encouraged by how God is moving. He is moving. And we love him. We love him, as Kathy would say. We love you, God. So um, I just wanted to share that with you. Um, Let me see here. Okay. I wrote it all down because I thought, oh, would I not remember it? But thank you, God, that you did bring it to my... <laughs> so I started doing a little research about doves because I really I really didn't know much about doves. I mean, I was out in San Diego, and there are pigeons, and there were doves. But, you know, I never knew what the meaning was. And me being who I am, I needed to know what the meaning of a dove was. So um, a symbol of eternal life. And the link between heaven and earth. And the white dove is a symbol of innocence, gentleness, and peace. Um, so when you see, they're saying that when you, I read this, when you see doves in your dreams, it symbolizes peace, tranquility, harmony, and innocence. So we have so much to be grateful for. We are redeemed. We need to speak like we're redeemed, and we need to walk like we're redeemed. We need to share like we're redeemed. We just need to share our story. That's all God wants. He's given us a story. My story is not Deb's story. Your story is not Heather's story. We all have a story. And if that is all that you can share, you can share your story. And don't be ashamed. I mean, just step out, and God will meet you right there. Wherever that is, he will meet you. He will greet you. He will say, well done, because that is his passion. His passion is for saving, saving the lost, all the ones that have their hands behind their back. I don't want to be responsible for passing somebody and not knowing that I could have shared. If God said to me, Barbara, I want you to share with that person, and I want you to share that you love them, Whatever he said to me, I want to do that because I want, I want him to say to me, well done. I don't want to have to get up there and say, look at all these ones that you passed by. Look at all these ones. You heard my voice. You are. You are my sheep. You hear my voice. Every one of you. We are his sheep. So we are called. We have a calling. We have a high calling. A high calling. There is no other higher calling than what we have. 
So I just wanted to let you know that um, being redeemed, when we look at our lives and we look at our past and we look at our failures and, you know, all of the uh, things that seem to want to drag us down, we don't carry that bag. That bag is like gone. That bag is past. We're not doing that bag. We're not talking about that bag. We're just going to let that go and we're going to move on. Because this is, God has given us a bright future. Every one of us has a bright future in him. I want you to begin to to say to God, show me. Show me in dreams. Show me in visions. Show me. Because this is the time. It is the place. So, yes. Amen. Um, If somebody could look up Ephesians 1-7. And somebody else, Psalm 107-2-3. And when you're ready, just read those. Okay, thanks, Deb. Man. 2 to 3. Uh-huh. 2 to 3. Amen. There are so many scriptures that talk about redemption. I actually did a whole study just on being redeemed because I just wanted to be able to really feel God's heart. And you know, we talk about the crucifixion of Christ, and it was the most, I mean, I don't even have words, but how did the father feel to see his son, to see his son as parents, I mean, to see his son so crucified, but yet he knew he had to give his son, and so just that, I just, I was so overwhelmed when I started reading about redemption. And, you know, this is what we need to feel when we're out in our walks of life. We just need to feel what God feels. We need to say, God, how do you feel about this? God, what do you think? I mean, this is how, this is how you talk to God. It's just regular talk. It's not, um, you know, you don't have to get down on your knees. You just need to talk to him like he's every day. Every day. I know Kathy does that. Deb does that. Sean, we all do that. It's Okay. I speak in tongues all day. I speak in tongues all day at work when nobody's listening. You know? So it's just, you know, you just talk to God. Talk to God in the car. Make him part of everything that you do. And I'm telling you, he will bless your socks off. <laughs> yes, he will. So, um, oh, and there's one more scripture I had to show. I don't think I brought the rest of them, so I apologize for that. Uh, Psalm 55, 6. Psalm 
<laughs> Amen. Like a dove. So God showed me that also in this dream that, you know, as we let go of all of our things that we have, all of our baggage, everything in our past, the wings start to open up. This is what happens when you've been redeemed. And then you have full flight when you have, you know, you just, when you look at a dove, I looked at the picture of a dove. I mean, I really had to get deep into this because I only had two days. And so (laughs) I wanted to prepare my heart for what God wanted to hear. And so I looked up dove and I saw the picture of the dove and the full wingspan. And God spoke to me and said, this is what you look like when you are even not, when you're not saved to me. Because my son, his blood, it covers, it covers everything. Did you not know that I knew before time that the things that were going to happen in your life? I knew in the womb. So nothing is a surprise to God. Anything you have done, don't think it's been too bad because it's not a surprise to God. He knew that you would walk through this. But in walking through it, look what you've become. Look what you've become. The person that you are today. That's what you've become, a strong woman of God. Um, There are so many mentors that I have. Deb is my mentor, and um, I sit under the feet of the pastors and Sean. I just glean everything I can glean. I don't want to miss a thing. I know there was a song like that, and I don't want to miss a thing. I don't want to miss a thing. I want whatever God has for me. I want the best. I'm not settling. I'm not sitting. I want the best, and I know God wants to give us the best. He loves you. He loves you. You are so beautiful to God. You are so beautiful. You are doves. You are beautiful to God. So I just want to say that if there's any of you who think you fall short, I'm telling you, God showed me that the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus covers all covers anything, everything that you've done. And he doesn't look at that. He does not look at that. He sees us as beautiful. So I would like for you to just take the time, even like Kathy said yesterday, five minutes. Take the time. Get to know God, whatever that means. If you have a place that you go where you can seek him, mine is my bedroom at night when it's quiet. That's where I seek God. And usually it's in the wee wee hours of the morning that he gives me the inspirations because I'm wide awake. (laughs) And um, I just know that God is faithful. So whatever anybody's going through today, I'm telling you, he knows your pain. He knows what you're going through. He saw it before you knew it. So there's nothing, nothing that's not hidden from God. And so, that's good. <laughs> and so I just know that, you know, God wants you to hear this today. He just wants you to hear how the redemption, the redemption, think about that. Think about the price that Jesus paid. Think about that. I don't want to stand in front of him, you know. You know in that song, I can only imagine. I know that movie's coming out. I just I really want to see that. Um, I can only imagine what it's going to be like. When we come before Jesus, we're going to be so humbled. And I just want, 
I, I know that he's not going to say, well, look at all the things in the past life that you did. No, 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 no. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen because we're covered by the blood. We have to believe that we just, you know, we walk and we talk and we, you know, we, we move in the spirit. So invite the Holy Spirit in every day. I do that every day. I know everybody does. Sean, Deb, the pastors, we all do that. Because the Holy Spirit is how you move. It's how you breathe. It's how you talk and walk. You can't do it on your own. You cannot do it on your own. You can strive. Like Deb said, we're not striving. You can't strive for this. This is God. This is not us. This is not me. This is God. God is so good. He has redeemed me from a life that I used to have. But I don't have any more. I'm not the same person I was. And I know that I know that I know that when I do this dance, I mean, I've only had it in mind for a week now, and I'm telling you, I am so passionate about this dance because it's what Deb preached about, her life. It was her testimony. I was so moved by her testimony because my life aligns a lot with that. And I went into Deb's office, and I said, I can't tell you how how many things I related to in your testimony, and thank you for sharing your heart. And since then, God has opened doors, opened doors, and just shown how many things we just need to be grateful for. We just need to be so thankful. So I just want to leave you with, I mean, just pray for, for Dove's eyes, God's eyes, the way he sees things. How does he see things? He sees things so differently than we do when someone comes to you and wants prayer. Right then, right then, pray. You know, if somebody has a need, meet that need. Watch with Dove's eye. Listen, listen out there because God is everywhere and he's talking to his people. So I just wanted to leave you with that and just say I love you. I love you all. Thank you for giving me this time and God is just so good and so great. Hallelujah. <laughs> That's a little a little son proud of his mother. Amen. I just want to read 1 Peter chapter 2. Verse 4 and 5. Coming to him, Jesus, as to a living stone, rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God and precious, you also, as living stones, are being built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Have you been the unaccepted in parts of your life? See, when we see someone as Barb standing before us, see this tapestry that we've talked about, see, this building is just four walls. Norm was talking about the house, the temple, the dwelling place of God. See, we are the many-membered body of the spiritual house that's coming together. And so what happens is, is that you have a building that God has chosen, a temple to create for himself, 
1 Corinthians 13 speaks about God has placed those in the body and the house as it pleases him. So every time a part of the house comes together, the picture becomes whole or complete or it begins to expand. So every one of you have a part in this house. So we did this once. We took a puzzle of the United States and everybody put their name on one of the states. And so what we found was is that there were some of the states that weren't represented. I'm going to say that again. We saw that there were some of the house some of the states that weren't represented which didn't allow the puzzle to be complete or the picture to be complete. And see, that's why you're here. No different from Barbara Dean than for you, Maria, Hermine, Jim, anyone. God has placed us in this house as living stones to be the part of the complete story of preparing for the return of his son. So in turn, when you see Barbara Dean standing here, it's a part of who you are. It's a part of the house. So whether you be in the food bank, whether it be at the grocery store or at your workplace, we are all of those that are being the expression of those living, Christ-living stones who's Christ in us, the hope of glory. And so I want you just to, I didn't realize it's been 11 years, Barbara Dean. Barbara Dean has been through a lot of places of making choices that has brought her to today. Kathy spoke about obedience. Just knowing Barbara Dean's story in these 11 years, besides the war that goes on inside of here, but the war goes on by family members of saying, well, maybe you should just move here because it would be easier for you. Or maybe you should move here because the climate's better. Or maybe you should move here because you don't have any family thereby. Sound familiar? And see, that's part of that puzzle again or the, or the collage or the tapestry, if you will. Because every time someone is added to the body, the tapestry then takes on a different appearance or a, a look or an addition. And so Sean's talking about life, living. Barbara Dean's talking about a dance without life. We can all do things. The Word says we're going to give an account for our idle words. What are idle words? Words without the life of God inside of them. So you begin to ponder the words that you say that you're going to have an account for that are devoid the life of God. It's not just our negative words. It's just our empty words. But we begin to see, okay, Lord, I want to be that expression of you living stones. So thank goodness that she responded to the Lord saying, Barbara Dean, there's no life in that. You can do it. There's no life in that. And see, what's happening is, is this family, this representation of the body of Christ, because we so need Barbara Dean. It's wonderful. Judy Hunt. And how long has it been, Judy? Ten years. It's, it's like I saw her at the woman's breakfast, and it was just like last year. I, where does ten years go? 
looks awesome. You see, that's why it's so important. Our relationships. Our relationships are more than just being friendly. Our relationships are purposed in destiny. Fulfillment of why God has brought us. Did you ever wonder why you weren't born? Some of you young people probably wish you were born in the 50s. You see the movies and you see the 1958 Chevrolets. You see Elvis Presley and all the nice music. That is not a time that I want to repeat. Hello? But have you pondered? Right, have you pondered why you were born in this day, in this generation, in this time? You can read in Ezekiel. It's just interesting. In God's timing and our timing of why we find ourselves in destiny. We are in collision with destiny. And we often hear about the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. You just have to understand something. That collision of the Word coming to earth is 2,000 years closer than it was from those that we read about. And they were expecting it to happen in their day. Come on. So when you begin to sense and you begin to be aware of the very things that God's placing in your heart, like Barbara Dean, your story, Kyle, your story is just about ready to explode. You get married in June. And how many of you married men know once you get married, life changed? You don't even remember anymore. Come on, Peggy, give it to him. Give it. You'll get it later. <laughs> That's what I wanted to hear. See, your time is coming, young man. That old Lynn's going to be just giving you the elbow and say, I'm going to let you know about that when you get home. Kathy says, Lonnie, you're drifting. <laughs> That's why Psalms 31, wisdom by our side. It's important. Even in the midst of that which we recognize is important and essential, this family relationship, and I want you to realize when Barbara Dean's talking about the people that pass by you, all it takes is a smile. All it takes is good morning, or a handshake, or a tap on the shoulder. Because impartation is just incredible. That woman that was able to touch the hem in Jesus' garment, you don't realize with the power of who is inside of you that just a handshake, because those obviously, because they don't want you to hug them in public, but a handshake, let me tell you, there's an empowerment that takes place that quickens because spirit ministers to spirit. Brokenness Brokenness of mind and heart cannot be entered into a place of change through a natural process. It takes the Spirit of God who is inside of you to touch and ignite and compel and awaken and begin to build trust that someone would actually pour their heart out to you so you begin to have an opportunity to hear their story. 
So, thank you, Barbara Dean. Yeah, it wasn't short notice, but I knew that she was a little bit prepared. But none of us, none of us knew that God was going to change the word on her except God. Yes, ma'am. One question. Okay. There's a couple of them. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. From from Matthew to Revelation, from Matthew's to Revelation and the Scriptures, that's all the disciples did. That's all they did. They just talked to people they did not know. Now it did say, according to Acts 2, they went to the synagogue and they would go to the outside porch where after everybody came out of the synagogue, they would then carry on their relationships with people that they knew. But then we say, you know what? We're over at Peter's house or Priscilla and Aquila's house. Why don't you come over because Val's there and Brian's there and Richard's there. Why don't you come over and hang out with us because we're having lunch today. So it's all about a conversation. It's exactly what it is. It's just like you're known at Walmart. And you're, wall, and you're known on the bus. You make an impact. You make an impact. You stand out. You're different. You're not like everyone else. Robert Dean, you're not like anybody else, are you? No way. So Father, yes. I'd like to go back to what um, Norman was saying about being a fire hose, and I want to be a fire hose right here to you today, because I, I see what Norman was saying, and being a fire hose is available to each and every one of us, and we and oftentimes we don't realize what opportunity we have to be a fire hose and to put out those fires or to or to set a fire. <laughs> And um, and just just minister to the people at large, but I went forward this morning when for prayer, and I want to encourage you people as well because I went forward and um, Norman and um, Jackie prayed over me, and um, I felt Jackie touching me just very lightly like that with her fingertips on the back of my back. And I felt the heat pouring into me from Jackie's fingertips. And I know that God has touched me. And But because oftentimes we walk away from the altar and we don't see or feel anything that physically different, we think, oh, well, it happened again and I didn't get my healing and, you know... <sighs> That's not true. God is faithful. God is faithful to continue to do what he has started. And in that healing he has started and he has he has been doing stuff for I, I've been suffering with stuff for at least 9 years and um and God has has touched me over the years and I've walked away like that. What I just said is like, "Oh, so it didn't happen, you know." But it's not true. God has touched me so many times, and and He is faithful, and and as me, as much time as it takes, 
He will continue. He will never leave me. He will never forsake me. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. And he is with you. Don't let the enemy lie to you and tell you that you didn't get what he was what God was wanting to give to you because he loves you with an overwhelming love and he is going to give you far more. He sent Jesus to the cross before, while you were still a sinner, while I was still a sinner. He sent Jesus to the cross and he gave us that that amount of his love to send his only son to the cross and to suffer and to die for our salvation and now that we are part of his own royal family you are you are princes and you are princesses and he is your daddy and he loves you he went specifically to get you he he loves you with this overwhelming love he will do so much more now for us than he did even when he went when Jesus went to the cross don't let the enemy tell you that you didn't get that you aren't receiving because you are receiving from God exactly what he what you need it may take a while to shed all that old belief system but you are receiving, and he will never leave you, and he will never forsake you. Amen. Father, we thank you. As described as those doves, Lord, we are those that have been redeemed and cleansed and purified and sanctified. So, Father, we just ask that this morning this word becomes active and alive. Father, there be an impartation of the substance Father, we walk out this morning and we carry the life of that which is the Word demonstrated in all that we do, all that we say. We see others, Father. We recognize their brokenness, but Father, we are those that are going to carry the very healing presence of acceptance and love and your presence, Father, to make a difference and make a change. So, Father, we just thank you. And our hearts are becoming so aware of this time of Passover, this Easter setting that's coming, Father. So let us, Father, be close as a family, very mindful. And it's been spoken this morning. The sacrifice that was made that we all could come this morning in the name of your Son, Jesus, and declare that we are becoming whole and complete. In Jesus' name, amen. Just to let you know, thus far already, there are 17,000 pounds that has come into the food bank already. At 17,000, this is just March. March. 